0: Hey, Reach Paramount, Welcome to our podcast. Hey, this message is from our Sunday morning service and continues our series. It's not over with a special Easter message from Pastor Omar Lopez. Enjoy this message. Welcome, all of you. We're glad you're here today on Resurrection Sunday. I said Resurrection yeah. Sunday, and we're just we're we're excited around here. It's always Resurrection Sunday, and uh, but today we just definitely want to commemorate and definitely want to emphasize uh, the resurrection of Jesus and what a wonderful display of that as these children did this in this play. And uh, we've been on a series that it's not over and it really does kind of convey that when Jesus was hanging on the cross people thought it was over. In fact when he made those statements Lord you know why have you forsaken me and even when it when he said it is finished, he didn't say I'm finished. He said the plan of salvation is finished. He said I. He didn't say I'm finished. And of course, we know that Jesus rose again, and because it's not over. So I want to read a verse of Scripture here, and then we're going to pray, and then we're going to uh, get right into this message, and hopefully pray that the Lord will minister to every single person in this building today. In John chapter eleven verse 25 and 26 it said jesus said i am the resurrection and the life and whoever believes in me even though they die will live again i give them eternal life for believing in me and they will never perish so let's pray father we thank you for the word we thank you for your grace and we thank you for the people of god that are present in this room today, people that have come even for the first time, Lord, we thank you for them, and we pray that the Word of God would come alive in their hearts. God, remove every distraction. Your Word applies, and your Word is relevant in 2022. God, it applies to every facet of our lives, and I pray that you will meet with people by the Holy Spirit where they're at, whatever state of mind they are whatever emotional state they're in, wherever they're at in their life, I pray that the Word of God would speak into their situation. I pray for the anointing of the Holy Spirit today as I declare your Word and that the people would hear the voice behind the voice in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. I begin to think about the resurrection of Jesus and the date that we put down every day or you look up, if you write it down or if you want to know what day is it today, every time you look at the date in 2022 or 2021, 2020, whenever, it is actually referencing the birth and the death of Jesus Christ. When we put down that date, it actually splits history in half between A.D. or B.C. and A.D., Right? And BC, of course, it means before Christ. AD doesn't mean after death, but it means anno domini, which means the year of the Lord. So even if you're an atheist, guess what? You're always referencing (laughs) the resurrection of Jesus when you refer to your birthday. When you refer to any day, you are referring to the birth and the death of Jesus Christ. And the wonderful thing about Jesus, when he came, he came to prove, in fact, I know that he came to die for our sins and all of that, but he also proved something. He proved that he was God, that death could not hold him, even as we heard this song. Death could not hold him. In fact, when he resurrected, the Bible said, it wasn't, many people just think he resurrected, he, 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 you know, he came out of the grave, and then uh, a few hours later, he ascended into heaven. But in fact, if you read the scripture, you'll find that he spent 40 days walking around talking to people. Now, I don't know about you, but if I seen somebody crucified, beaten, and then buried for three days, that, that guy's dead, deader than dead, am I Right? And all of a sudden, he, he's walking around. I mean, it would blow my mind. It would, man, thinking, what is going on here? And not only did he do that, but he ate with people. He talked with people. He gathered with people. And it just tells us today that death is not over. Hallelujah. Even death today, a lot of us today would think, well, death is the end of the story. Can I tell you, death is actually the beginning of eternal life. And many of us think, well, when you die, it's over. No, the Bible tells us that we're going to last forever, that we have an eternal soul. And we're going to spend eternity somewhere. And so what I want to say to you this weekend is I want you to see that the life of Jesus really models our lives in many ways. And I'm going to show you that. Through the three days uh, that Jesus walked the earth and the last three days uh, that he was on earth, I want to kind of display to you how he models uh, his burial, his death, burial, and resurrection really models our life many times. So I'm going to read a verse of scripture here in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 21. God has called you to endure suffering. Nobody likes that part because Christ suffered for you. He also left you an example that you could follow in his footsteps. Now, now I'd, like, I'd like to follow happy steps, not suffering steps, right? But yet there's something in this that I believe that models how we handle pain in life. And all of us at one time are going to have to deal with pain. In fact, this series has been a little painful for a lot of people. Because I've been, I've been getting real about pain, about tragedy about different things that happen in life. And I'm going to actually get a little bit more into it because uh, Jesus suffered a lot of pain. I said Jesus suffered a lot of pain, but he also resurrected from all that pain. And so he modeled how we should live even some of the worst days in our life. When we go through tragedies, when we go through circumstances, Jesus really kind of lays out how we go through life. Let me explain this to you right now. Friday was the day of pain and suffering. When Jesus was crucified, it was pain, suffering, and agony. Saturday was the day of loss and grief and confusion because uh, he's buried, and they're saying, what happened? But Sunday was the do- day of joy and celebration and victory, right? So what I want to say to you is you're going to go through life all three days over and over. In life, there's going to be pain. There's going to be tragedy. In life, you're going to come. There's going to be grief. There's going to be confusion. And in life, there's going to be victory and there's going to be joy and celebration. And many times you go through those three days, you can go through it weekly, you can go through it monthly, you can go through it yearly. There's going to be times where it's going to be painful, there's going to be times of confusion, but there's also going to be times of joy. And hopefully this morning, when you're going through the pain, when you're going through the tragedy, when you're going through the confusion... And when you come to that place of joy, you'll understand and God will help you navigate these things so that you can enjoy life and know that, you know what, this is part of life, but I'm not going to let it steal my joy. I'm not going to let it steal my victory. How do we deal with things when we're in pain? How do we deal with things when we're in doubt? And how do we deal with the victory that God gives us? And maybe you're here this morning. And you're going or you've had some tragedy, you've had some loss, you've had some pain in your life. I want to teach you today in this Easter story of how Jesus lived his life, an example that the resurrection, that Easter is the answer. How do you go through the toughest days in your life? Now I know you came today expecting just for me to talk about the resurrection, and I am. And just to talk about the celebration and the the joy of Jesus rising again. And I'm going to talk about that. But I also cannot leave without without a crucifixion, we don't have a resurrection. Without death, we don't have a resurrection. And really, it kind of models our life today, if you'll be honest with yourself. All of us, if I told you today, lift your hand if you've ever had any pain, we would all lift our hands. If I tell you, have you ever had any confusion or doubt or grief in your life, we'd all raise our hand. If I told you, have you ever had some joy and victory in your life, we would all raise our hand. This is part of life today, but I want to help you navigate this because Jesus models it for us. Friday was the day of pain. You can write this down. In fact, if there's ever a time you need to write notes today, today would be the day. Today would be the day because I believe you're going to reference this when you go through life. Friday is the day of pain. Jesus experienced the ultimate level of pain. He experienced physical pain. He experienced, uh, uh, he was whipped, he was beaten, he was wounded, he was spit upon, he was slapped. Uh, uh, They plucked out his beard uh, uh, just uh, just because they wanted to. They put crown of thorns in his skull. This was Friday. If you were here Friday night, we had our Good Friday service. I did an illustrated service uh, of how Jesus uh, went through the affliction and the pain. Bible says he was whipped, but the actual word is he was scourged. And scourging, what what scourging was, uh, was different than whipping because uh, when you got whipped, he was whipped with what they call a cat of nine tails. In other words, it was a whip with nine lashes on it. And each lash uh, had pieces of glass, pieces of rock, stone, uh, or metal. And it would, uh, when you would uh, uh, whip someone with that, it would rip out the flesh uh, of that person. And so Jesus endured all of this pain without sleep, without food, basically without water. And he hung on the cross for you and I. Jesus experienced... The pain, the physical pain, but not only the physical pain, Jesus experienced the emotional pain. He experienced the fact that he was humiliated. He was completely naked on the cross. All these people watching him. He experienced the rejection, the betrayal of Judas, the betrayal really of his own disciples. And think about the spiritual pain. That he experienced. Because when Jesus was on the cross, he was endearing or he was taking upon all the sins of mankind. Now, if you've ever done something wrong, you know the guilt of that. Have you ever felt guilty about something? Well, if you haven't, you should, okay? But but if you've done something really bad and you feel guilty, just imagine Jesus taking upon all the ugly sin of the world. All the bad stuff that you can think. Some of the worst things that people could commit. Whether it's murder, whether it's rape, whether it's molestation, whether it's the Holocaust, whether it's genocide. Uh, amen. All these inhuman things or inhumane things that people can do. Uh, Jesus took upon all the guilt upon himself. In fact, he experienced separation from God as I ministered last week. He said, my God, why have you forsaken me? so he experienced intense physical pain he experienced in intense emotional pain or mental pain and spiritual pain and the bible says jesus then goes into the garden and he begins to pray because he understands what all of these things even before he went through the pain he understood what was coming hebrews 4:15 says jesus understands our weakness for he faced all the same trial and temptation, yet he never sinned. So when we go through pain, when we go through uh, separation, or we feel really uh, we, we're feeling the mental pain or the mental strain, Jesus understands that. Hebrews two eighteen says, "Jesus went through the suffering and temptation. He knows what it's like when we suffer and are tempted. He's able to help us." So if anybody understands what you're going through, Jesus understands. He understands exactly what you're going through today. And there's a couple of things that Jesus did that I want to help you navigate how, what, how he handled the pain and what helped him get through the pain. And I believe this will help you. So write this down. Number one, Jesus reached out to friends. And what I want to bring out is the example of this is that when Jesus went to the garden... He took his closest friends with him. In other words, the presence of people sharing your pain can help you. On the night that Jesus was arrested and tortured and executed, he had gathered with his friends first. And his friends came around him. Uh, Basically, he said, let's go to the Garden of Gethsemane. And he took his friends with him. Can you imagine? He knows it's his last moments in life. He knows it's the greatest pain that he's going through. And really, sometimes all you need is a friend's presence. You don't need a sermon. You don't need advice. You don't need a speech. Are you hearing me? All you need is someone present. Sometimes the ministry of presence is all you need. And so Jesus uh, went to his favorite spot, the Garden of Gethsemane, to pray. It's called the Mountain of Olives. Or we could call it the Olive Garden, but of course that wouldn't be good because that's the restaurant. So it's it's the Mountain of Olives, okay? And he went there with his 11 closest friends. Uh, Judas had already gone out to betray him, so he lost one of them. Uh, And so he had spent three and a half years with these guys. uh, And in his deepest need, in his deepest and greatest moments, uh, or greatest pain in his life, uh, he wants his friends to hang out with him. Can I tell you, in your deepest pain, uh, and your most deepest hurts in your life, you need some friends. I'm telling you, if Jesus needed some friends... You need some friends. Look at what it says here in Matthew twenty-six, verse thirty-six. Jesus took his disciples with him to Gethsemane and said, Stay here with me. He's saying, I need you guys right here. He says, While I pray. Then he took Peter and James and John a little further. So he, he told some of them, Stay here. Want you guys to hang out here. Then he took the three with him. He could get a little closer with me. I need you guys to be with me. And he was filled with anguish. And deep distress because Jesus knows what's coming. But then he said to them this this is really, this is where it gets real. My heart is so overwhelmed and crushed with sorrow that I feel like I'm dying. Has anybody ever been there? Have you ever experienced pain so deep that you felt like you were dying? Like you said, man, I can't take this. Jesus Jesus said to them, Uh, Just sit here and watch with me, he told them. I just need you guys right here. Then Jesus took a few more steps, and he fell to the ground and prayed. Have you ever been that much in sorrow where you just fell on the ground? And you begin to pray. This is Jesus. See, there's two unique things here that I want to emphasize, and I want to help you with your pain and some of the deepest strategies tragedies that could happen in your life even the son of God needed some friends even the son of God he was 100% man 100% God but we see the humanity in Jesus in this moment uh, where most people what they do when they experience pain listen to me what most people do is they isolate themselves that is the that is the dumbest unwise thing that you can do You isolate yourself. You back away from relationships. When you are in physical pain, when you are in chronic pain, when you are in emotional pain, when you are in mental pain, when you feel like you failed and embarrassed, what we typically do is we isolate ourselves. That is the most unwise thing that you can do in life. Even the Son of God showed that he needed people around him. It's a mistake to pull away from friends. It's a mistake to say, I can make it on my own. I've been watching some commercials. I don't know what it's called, but where these guys are, uh, you you need to ask for help. I I don't know what the commercial is about or what what it's trying to say, but I've seen some guys like this guy is lifting weights and the weights are falling on him. And this guy goes, I can help you. He goes, I got it. I got it. And this thing, he's being crushed under it. That's some of you. I got it. I got it. No, you don't. You need some friends. You need some friends that will help you. And you need some good friends. Thanks so much for listening to this message from Reach Church Paramount. To stay connected with us, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Reach Paramount. To give and support this podcast and ministry, visit our website at reachparamount.com slash give.